When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Cool Parents Podcast is brought to you by Nobunagu's Quest for Amphibious Breast. Amphibious breast? Nobunaga's on a quest. Who's N- N- Nobunaga? Ah, king. He's the king. Okay. King of what? Uh, Japan. Okay. Okay. So the king of Japan is king on of Japan, Nobunaga. a quest. He's on a quest. I know what a quest is. This is like an adventure a little bit. Do you know what an amphibian is? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know how there's those little creatures. Frogs? Yeah. They, and things like that. You know, they're either they're wet or they're dry. A frog amphibious? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a Fibonacci, an amphibonacci sequence. Sometimes an amphibian yes. uh, is wet. Sometimes it's dry. Mm-hmm. It's usually dry. Is a newt an amphibian? Unclear. Nobody has, <laughs> has been able to prove it. One way or the other. Is, uh, now, a mudskipper, on the other hand, those guys are alien. In nature? Yeah, full-blown alien in structure. Right. Octopus, so, too. Yeah. Big time. That's another podcast, though. Yeah, so Nobunaga, he's out there. He's riding his hoss. This is feudal Japan. Yeah. And the reason I say that, by the way, is the, the name Nobunaga yeah. uh, was in the name of a video game that I don't know anything about, but I remember seeing it like on steam or something just the title of it yeah i forget what the main title was but the subtitle was nobunaga's ambition (laughs) and that you know that's one of those things that stuck in my brain Hmm. well i'm glad it did yeah i'm I'm fine with that occupying a little space up there so no no nobunaga nobunaga king of japan yeah and that game i think was set in feudal japan he's hunting for uh Wet creatures, boobs? But now, yeah, and here's where things go a little off the rails. Okay. Nobunaga's on boat. Right. Sailboat. Out sea. Yeah. Sailboat, fishing. Um, What's he fishing? He's fishing for newts. With a, a rod, he's got a spear, a net. What, what he he's got a hoop with? net. He's got, is he? Um, a hoop net. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know if he was um, finger fishing there. Oh, oh, noodling. hillbilly hand fishing? Noodling. Noodling? Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> but there was a TV show about a pack of noodlers that would uh, that was called hillbilly hand fishing. Yeah. 
That's probably, I don't, might even still be on. Andy Richter's on that one. That's good I think. television. No, I think it's a reality show. No, yeah. With about Andy, real life amphibian. With Andy Richter. With Andy Richter. For sure. So. Welcome to the Cool Parents Podcast. Already in progress. Right. You tuning into our live stream, streaming straight live from the center of the earth. Right. From the moon, bitch. From the center of the earth where the moon is. That moon that you look up, you look the up and see moon. is fake. That one's fake. We took the real moon, inserted it straight up the Earth's asshole at, we put at the it North in, Pole. Yeah, we put it in the Earth's coin slot, and now it's in the center of the Earth. That's right. So, so that's where we are. Uh, we what's got your a name? Condominium down here. I'm Curtis Charles. And I'm Justy Boy. So, so we've got a treat. <laughs> we got a treat of a show for you. Yeah, couple two treat topics we got to discuss. It's loaded. It's going to be loaded with information. Oh, yeah. You'll emerge. Victorious. Smarter. Smart. Yeah. Than Smarter than in. a fifth grader, at least. Probably. Yeah. I mean, if you were able to get this podcast downloaded properly and listening in high-quality high audio, you're probably not a child. No. Okay. Well, okay. Well, um, okay. this episode's got everything. Yeah. It's got hooting. It's got hollering. Hooting, hollering, line dancing, square dancing. And it's going to make you smart. uh, Parallelogram dancing. Going to make you smart. Yes, that's what it is. It's going to make you smart. Smart. Because we're going to answer your questions. We got questions from our friends, uh, our listeners, and some complete strangers on the internet. Yeah. That... Is that outside? Yeah. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that outside or is that the fucking... It's outside. Okay, we're back. Yeah. We had to stop suddenly. Yeah. There was a, um, a, a skirmish of some kind in the street in front of our house. Yes. That spooked me a little bit. Oh, for yeah. a second there. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty spooked by that. I'm a little shaky, but I really <laughs> wanted to go out there and start throwing punches. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Things de-escalated and everything yeah. went away. So it's fine. We good. <laughs> we good. We don't, we don't need to do anything now. But I was just thinking, like, how fucked up is it that, like, obviously we don't call the police about that right now. Yeah. Because fuck that. Then what else can you do if you, other than physically intervening yourself when people are? That was, I mean, that was my plan. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, but like it, it sucks that that's the decision you have to make. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, the people who are supposed to do that, mm. like it's their job to do that. Yeah, but we can't trust them. <laughs> well, when I we have a neighbor that I really don't like, so if I have any eggs that spoil in the fridge, I know where to fucking toss them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They can be fresh eggs. No, too. I want them spoiled. They could also be Molotov cocktails for all I care. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Actually, he's in part of a house that's like got other people living in it. Yeah, so. that's why I don't, I don't yeah, go that far. Wouldn't go that far. But, no. uh, but eggs maybe might be appropriate. A couple, two, three hundred eggs. Yeah. That ought to, <laughs> yeah. That ought to fix them. Uh, just like a Gatling cannon of I don't think eggs. there's any fixing that guy, to be honest. No. If he doesn't. If Except he doesn't, for maybe a well-placed egg. Yeah. Well-placed egg shot right to the noggin might knock some sense into them. Yeah. If it's a hard-boiled egg mm-hmm. and it's shooting out of a cannon. 
You feel me? Yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it is what it is now. So moving right along. It's a new home for my eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the moral of the story is there's always there's always a good use for your old rotten eggs. Right. If you know where to throw them. It doesn't always solve problems, but it sends a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you don't have enough protein in your diet. Right. So anyway, the Baja men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from what I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. Um, These fellas uh, let the dogs out or? They, I mean, they were one of the people. They, they didn't originally let the dogs out, but they certainly, there's no denying that they that, let the dogs okay, out. They did. 50% of that song is them saying who let the dogs out. Did you know that? No, but that's an interesting fact, and I'm glad that I know now. It's in that documentary I watched. There's a documentary on Hulu <laughs> called Who Let the Dogs Out. It's an yeah. hour long. Yeah. It's pretty much like a college lecture. Yeah. It's <laughs> of, a thesis statement. of uh, Yeah, it's like a history of who let the dogs out. Yeah. And it's fucking wild. Now, do they, do they answer the big question there? Well, I got a, I got a little article. Oh. You know, so we may finally figure out who actually let the dogs out. Or we might not. Unclear. So yeah, I uh, I highly recommend that documentary, though, if anyone <laughs> is looking for yeah, a, I haven't, a way to... Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but that sounds... To kill oof, an hour. Because oof, all the information's awesome. in here, but they interview the actual people in the movie, and it is, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So... So... Okay. Um, but yeah, I found an article through the Daily Beast. The Daily Beast. Uh, written by Mr. Kevin Fallon. Yeah, I know. Like, I know the guy. Senior entertainment reporter. I know him. Yeah. Well, for the people who don't, I've been there. This article is called "Who Let the Dogs Out: The Wild Untold Story Behind America's Most Annoying Song." Ooh, that's that's some shots fired. I don't think it's the most annoying song. No, no, that this motherfucker's throwing shade right off the bat. Not even close, bud. No, you heard "Rockstar" by Nickelback. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Comes on my coworker's playlist at work. Yeah. It makes me want Burn that to motherfucker to the ground. Literally <laughs> just shit everywhere. Yeah. Makes me want to just diarrhea all over the ground right where I stand at mm-hmm. the time. And then kill myself. Yeah. In my own shit. To each their own, Charlie. <laughs> Think I care? Um, Can't handle that one. All right. So the opening uh, paragraph of this is... The first line that the guy says on the stage in the mo- in the movie. There's a stage. Yeah, he does it on stage in front of. Oh, a crowd. okay, all right, all right. It's like a slideshow thing. So it really is like a doctorate. Yeah, it's thesis. beautiful. It's great. It's fantastic. Okay. Where do we come from? Where do you go? Where do you come from, Canado? Are we that's the most annoying song in the united states you're right you're right okay okay so now that we answer that where do where did we come from <laughs> are we alone in the universe yeah is there a god no yeah you're right uh these are some of the great unanswered questions of our time sure none perhaps greater than who let the dogs out that wolf Woof, woof, woof. That's not an answer to the question, the woofs. Or is it? No. Okay. I don't know if there was like a... Because, you know, they're they're spaced out evenly, but oddly at the same time. It could be Morse code is what I'm saying, those woofs. Right, right. Ben Sisto (laughs) is mostly joking when he says this in the new documentary, Who Let the Dogs Out, which premiered Saturday at South by Southwest. 
This is old. Okay. When did this come out? This article? The movie. The movie, I believe, was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Oh, okay. That's fresh. So, Certified fresh. But yeah, this was uh, this was written in March of Martin 2019. Martin Tomangos. Yeah. I think it is Certified Fresh on there. Sure. Uh, yes, this is ent- <laughs> yes, this is an entire documentary dedicated to the indelible Bahaman earworm, uh, cacophonous clangs. Cacophonous. No, cacophonous. Clangs of steel drums and club beats that, thanks to its seemingly nonsensical chant and hook, blanketed the entire universe in calypso barking during its irritating radio rain in 1999 and 2000 wait who's calypso calypso <laughs> calypso barking i think it's like a type of oh it's a type of barking i don't know okay <laughs> i thought there was a guy named calypso this is like the longest the run-on sentence in the world <laughs> the daily beast isn't really known for its um good this is like this one had the most information about that movie though it gives the entire yeah, yeah. thing away okay so yeah so, so that's why i pulled it up that's uh, rather than taking my own notes, watching the movie again. That's good journalism on their part. Why not just leave it to the Daily Beast? Anyway, you you know what? Who let the fucking dogs out is about. You've heard it before. That paragraph doesn't matter. Moving on to the next paragraph. Yeah. Yep. The sister spent eight years researching the questions at the heart of the song. Cheekily sure, like who released the canines? What is the song even talking about? But also. And this one turned out to be more complicated than he imagined. Who came up with the question in the first place? Good question. Inspired by a sloppy Wikipedia entry one day while bored in a lobby, it's a question that has taken him all over the world, from the Bahamas to London to Seattle, Jacksonville, and uh, Michigan. What he uncovered is one of the most complicated and ultimately mysterious songwriting and copywriting cases in music history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. It's been 20 years, and we still can't be sure who really let them let those damn dogs out. Right. Damn, damn, damn! Well, the Baja boys are just yelling that. They're yelling who let the dogs out, asking the question. Right. They're not... Uh, th- and it's a cover. Right, right, I know, but I'm saying, just in general, whoever whoever's singing the song is doing the yelling. Yeah. Therefore, they themselves don't know don't know who let the dogs out, so they're not suspects of the question of who uh, who let the dogs out. Right? They can't have been the ones who let the dogs out. Right? But we'll so get that to se- it. But I'm saying that sentence, that guy, this this guy, this author, hey, don't care for his work. No. Okay. Move, moving right along. How can a question be asked that many that many times and nobody has bothered to get to the bottom of it? Sister wonders. He's got a point. All that time, sing shouting the song's seminal question, never once pondering its meaning or uh, trying to provide an answer. Speak for yourself. I've been pondering that meaning for decades. Right. For eons. Two of them. In 2008, Sisto <laughs> read an article about the 10th anniversary of the song. He went to Wikipedia, which contained the factoid that the original hook. Hook. <laughs> was discovered by a British hairdresser named Keith while on vacation in the Caribbean. But Keith had no last name. That's not a proper... That's not a proper citation. That's not a proper citation. At the time, Susto was unemployed, (laughs) unattached, and a bit bored. So he went out on an adventure. Who let the dogs out? 
Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's what he wrote, this guy. We follow him to Nassau, where we meet Isaiah Taylor, the leader of the Baja men. Now, Nassau, that's where spaceships are from, right? Oh, that's where they were born. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that's where Grimes lives. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, Taylor tells the abridged story of how the song came to him. Steve Greenberg, a record producer famous for discovering acts like Hanson, the Jonas Brothers, and Joss Stone, mm-hmm. had received a cassette tape with a hook on it and wanted to turn it into the first hit for his newly formed S-Curve Records. S-Curve. Gotta love that S-Curve. He brought it to Taylor and the Baja Men, and they said no. No. Eventually, of course, of he convinced course, them, course. and the song exploded, got Greenberg and the Baja Men their first they platinum They got Greenberg record. on this shit? Yeah, Greenberg. They got Greenberg, Greenberg. on the joint? Yeah. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> Greenberg. Greenberg. That was a movie that I think four people have seen. Yeah, yeah. Are we two of them? Have you seen Greenberg? I have seen I saw Greenberg. that shit in the theaters. Did not care for it. I didn't, um, I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't care about it. Yeah, you know I, I mean? didn't care about it. That's a better way to put it. You know? For sure. It's fine. It's it fine. It I just is. don't care. I don't care. If you want to see Ben Stiller be real depressing for yeah. two hours. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fuck Noah Baumbach. Fuck you, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, I'm Talk talking shit. shit. I'm talking shit. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, eventually, of course, he convinced course. them the song exploded, got Greenberg and the Baja Men their first platinum record, a Grammy, and ubiquity, ubiquity, <laughs> ubiquity, <laughs> ubiquity. Sorry, I thought that was a G ubiquitous or ubiquity, ubiquitous, big with it, but Greenberg, Getting big with it. <laughs> <laughs> But Greenberg, an American music executive, unsurprisingly did not write a Caribbean dance track himself. Who did? As Sisto Chronicles? <laughs> Is I love that. I love that young adult novel series, the yeah. Sisto Chronicles. Yes. Who did? As Sisto Chronicles is a tangled web of he said, they said, that spans the globe involving a novelty act named Fat Jack in his pack of pets. <laughs> Club music producers that go by the name 20 Fingers, Canadian Canadian radio hosts, the Seattle Mariners, two teenagers from Jacksonville, Florida. Now, 20 Fingers is just two guys, right? a high school football team, okay? Okay. 20 Fingers, I think, is just... It's two guys. It's just a couple of guys. Yeah. 20... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's genius, actually. Good stuff. Oh, and of course, a hairdresser named Keith. 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 You got to see Keith in the movie. He's a cartoon. Oh, I love Keith. Keith? <laughs> I really got to know about Keith. Keith Wainwright was a, a proprietor of a salon in London called Smile, which came oh. to fame in the early UK punk scene. One year, Wainwright goes on a trip to Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago, and he has the time of his life. He keeps going back, bringing home cassette tapes and CDs with music he heard at, at the carnival there. Mm-hmm. British A&R executives began relying on those trips for new samples. That's how Jonathan King, a record producer for Genesis, got his hands on Who Let the Dogs Out, oh. a song on a cassette tape by an artist named Anselm Douglas. Yeah, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah, yeah, me too. Very. King recorded the song himself and released it under the name Fat Jack in his pack of pets, faking an embarrassing <laughs> Caribbean accent. The track, oh, the, God. <laughs> the track flopped, but the hook caught the attention of Greenberg, who then gave it to the Baja And man. where was it? This was, where was this guy? Who? 
the guy who recorded it? Keith? Was that Keith that recorded it? No. Uh, oh, Jonathan King, a record producer for Genesis. Yeah. He got his hands on the cassette that Keith Wainwright brought back, and then he recorded his own version of it doing a fake Caribbean accent, but it flopped. Oh, okay. Under got the name it. Fat Jack and his pack of pets. Got it, Fat Jack. Okay. Some. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then Greenberg got it to, Greenberg. The, to the Baja, man, and... You know, that's when Nickelodeon's Slime Time Live got their fucking slime oh, all over it. They got slimed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what movie was that in? Which one? Uh, who Let the Dogs Out? Like a bunch. I don't actually. I'm I'm just guessing. Good Burger, maybe? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think that's too early. Yeah. Sisto interviews Sisto. Douglas about the origins of the song, which he actually wrote as a female empowerment anthem. What? Who knew? He was tired of hearing the derogatory term skittle, which translates loosely to slut being used towards women. Tired of the misogyny. Skittle? S-K-E-T-T-E-L. Okay. Tired of the misogyny, he wanted to write a song that could be a rallying cry. He said as much before in an interview on his website in 2016. Mm. When I said the word party, I was being metaphorical. (laughs) He said referring to the lyrics. It really means... Uh, things were going great. The yippee-i-yo, that, that's everybody's happy, right? <laughs> and every, everybody was having a ball. Life is going great. Until the men start the name calling and the girls respond to the call. So the men started calling the women skank oh. and skettle. Every dirty word you can think of. The men started the name calling and then the girls respond to the call. And then a woman shouts out, who let, let the dogs, the dogs out? out? And we start calling Whoa. men dogs. It's it was really a man bashing song. Holy shit! Yeah. So you're telling me that "Who Let the Dogs Out" yep. by the Baja Boys? Yep. That's Riot Girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah. I've I, I'm uh, I'm for it. Me too. Uh, it's a man bashing song that became a massive hit. When that happens, the dogs, so to speak, really do come out. Right. The amount of people claiming authorship of Who Let the Dogs Out is staggering. Mm. Officially, Douglas is the credited songwriter. Douglas admits that it's his brother-in-law he first heard the famous phrase from. His brother-in-law used to work for a Canadian radio show where two producers say uh, they were the ones who came up with the tagline as a radio jingle several years before Douglas's brother-in-law took it to him. Anselm eventually signed a declaration saying they originated the hook he based the song on. That guy's actually really fucking cool. Uh, the one who, or I think he's the one who did Doggy. I think it was under the name Doggy. I'm not sure. What? The guy who originally like wrote the Baja Men oh, version okay. of the yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the hook came from somewhere else, from oh, okay. a radio show, supposedly. Gets deeper. <laughs> then there's Aussie Gurley, a music producer who's credited as the arranger on the Douglas album that Who Let the Dogs Out appears on. When he began working with Wingspan Records, Gurley gave the track to the company's act, Chuck Smooth. <laughs> Chuck Smooth? Chuck Smooth. We got Chuck Smooth in the motherfucking house. That's right. Assigning the record company a copyright retroactively, even though it became it came after Douglas's version. A legal battle between Douglas and Gurley would eventually settle out of court. They talk about that a lot in the documentary. Uh, there's also 20 Fingers, <laughs> who wrote the song You're a Dog, with the refrain... Who let them dogs loose? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that in 1994 before either Gurley or Douglas. I'm going to have to say that one's unrelated. No, it's the same. It's the same. He sings it the same way? Yeah. And it's this woof, 
woof, woof, woof. Oh, okay. Afterwards. Uh, so that's 1994. Wow. This song's haunted. There's even more to it. Okay. And Joe Gonzalez and Brett Hammock. Brett. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett Hammock? Brett Hammock <laughs> of Miami Boom Productions, who say oh, they, wrote, they wrote the hook on the back of a Little Caesars yeah. bread bag in Jacksonville sure. when sure. they were teenagers in 1992. They physically wrote it, yeah. They have it. They, <laughs> they have it in the fucking documentary. Did they, car- did they carbon date it? I don't fucking know, but they have um they have a floppy disk of the hook, just the hook mm-hmm. by itself, mm-hmm. and they <laughs> they like work super hard to recover it, and yeah, they pull it up in 1992. What is a half life on on pizza? Pizza? Yeah, <laughs> pizza. I don't know. When does pizza decompose? But it's fucking wild anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, John Michael Douglas, an alum of. The Wijak Union High in Michigan, Mm -hmm. who has a video of his football team using the chant in 1990. Right. The Bulldogs, probably, right? Yeah. And this guy has his fucking dates wrong because clearly he didn't watch the movie. But uh, there's video going back to um, people using it to, to, as like a high school football chant, like dating back to like 1986. And I've seen stuff online saying that it dates back to the 60s. (laughs) <laughs> but i don't know if that's true that's not in the i remember hearing a version at some point that at least sounded like it was probably recorded in the 60s really yeah but i don't know it could have just been like a low quality thing i don't, I don't who know who let the dogs out is a question as old as time yeah going back to the time of the cavemans the cavemans actually let the dog out right the dogs hmm and what role does the programmer for the Seattle Mariners have in launching the song into the stratosphere? I would like to know. We began using it as Alex Rodriguez's entrance music in 2000. Oh, <laughs> he's trying to brand Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod. Trying to brand A-Rod. He's already A-Rod. Mm-hmm. You don't need to brand him with no, no. Baja, man. It, I mean, it was very successful. But I'm sure it helped. It's wonky and a lot to unpack. The Susto does impressive, dedicated sleuthing. Yeah, he's a sleuth. The answer is, there is no answer. It's both extremely unsatisfying, but also seems just about right. The song belongs with the Macarena and the Hustle and the Hall of Fame of innocuous music sensations. When a song is that, is that everywhere? Well, also nothing. Well, also that nothing. It truly <laughs> does feel like, it, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> it means that the Daily Beast got real good editors. Uh, when a song is that everywhere, well, also that nothing, it truly does feel like it manifests itself, like an entity. Like an entity? What is Sisto's assessment then? Sisto's assessment. Sisto's assessment, here it is. Yeah, okay. It's a song that just belongs to pop culture at this point. In a way, we've all let the dogs out. Oh, boy. So. <laughs> um, so Very yeah. informative. Right, yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? I had no idea. That's wild, yeah. That documentary was fascinating. I now we know at least know who the dogs are. Right. Football man. <laughs> Football man. Yeah. All right. Well All right. highly recommend watching that documentary. It's on Hulu. Who let the dogs out? By Sisto. Sisto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his first name because I closed the article, but Sisto. Sisto. So I Great was, film. He listen. researched that shit for eight fucking years. That's imagine, commitment. That's commitment. How, I get it. Could you imagine hearing that song every day for eight years, even just once? Imagine Sisto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm imagining him. Yeah. Take a moment to imagine Sisto. I, I can and see how him. He, and how he feel. I see him. So, 
Yeah. I got to stop with the so. I've done it so many times in this episode so far. We both have so many times in the past few episodes, and I just cut half of them, like half of them out. Really? Yes. Why? So. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the listener questions mailbag, mm. I went to brunch today with some friends, one of whom asked a question that I thought was uh, very compelling. Was it who let, who let the dogs out? No. Ooh. No. Oof. <laughs> it wasn't. Oof, oof, oof. It was a would you rather? Yeah. He said, would you rather have no elbows or knees, meaning you just have like a straight appendage on each spot. Can I still bend my arms and stuff? You can't bend it. It's just one th- thing, you know, like you don't have an elbow. So oh, you can oh move I got gotcha. you. You I can thought- move it and use your hand and everything, but you just, you, there's no bending this way. Okay. See, I Same thought, with your leg. See, I thought he meant that this was just taffy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that would be a different story. If yeah. you could stretch it out. Yeah, Because like, yeah. you could use it for different things. Re- no resistance bands. No bones in there. It's like No bones of, about it. That's <laughs> like when Harry Potter's got to take that skeleton grow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's a hard one. But that's shout a tough out situation. to Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, Ron Weasley. Uh, with uh, Ron Weasley coming in with probably the best name of any actor, mm. Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant. You like Grant? Fuck yeah, Grant. I'm all for Grant. I support Grant 100%. How the Fuck gr- you, J.K. Rowling. Grant. How the Grant stole Christmas. The Grant is stealing Christmas. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're here for it. So here, here we go. Would you rather Grant be basically a human starfish or... Be a chocolate starfish. <laughs> or. Dip me in the fucking chocolate river. Or all your Willy teeth. Willy Wonka's house. Or all your teeth. Chocolate starfish. <laughs> or all your teeth mm-hmm. are normally flaccid until you get hungry and then they get hard. Oh. So you can eat with your hard teeth. <laughs> no, I'm going, I'm going starfish. Are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like that would be so, that would be such a pain in the ass whereas the teeth it's just like having well this a okay. bunch of more bunch more tongues this transition i'm making yeah. in this situation am i am i born that way with the teeth am i always a starfish man <laughs> yes okay in yeah. that case yeah the teeth if i have to if i have to make a transition for my life now to that new yeah you know yeah you'd still go you'd go starfish no i would not if i was born that oh, way then maybe you'd go starfish about, no, if I was born that way, I would not go starfish because I don't like my teeth. They're weird. They're, it's a weird thing. Is going starfish kind of like going worm in the no, club? No, no. Polar okay. opposite. Oh, okay. <laughs> starfish, stiff as a board. Worm squirming all around. Right. All over. Right. Well, starfish hard. Starfish hard. Dirt. Worm soft. Starfish mm. hard. Right. Right. So. No doubt. Gotta, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> You damn right. You damn right. But yeah, no, if I if I'm born that way, I'm going to do the the hard teeth. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't mind the teeth thing cuz it would help you like manage your like your snacking and shit. Mm-hmm. Cuz like I you'd just be like I can't eat. I can't eat right now cuz I'm not physically hungry. Mm-hmm. I want to eat. I shouldn't, but like I can't get hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like I can't I can't eat uh anything even though I'm I got the munchies like crazy. Mm-hmm. But you could still actually like eat ice cream and shit. You could. You know, that ain't bad. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm going starfish if if I'm like just my life changes tomorrow, you know? Right. See, I would go the other way around. I'd find it easier to adapt. If I'm born that the way, thing. if we're going back and just changing right, right from the yeah. beginning, right from the start, I'll take the teeth because I'm used to it. That's normal for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, holy shit. Can we take a break for a minute? And we're back. Another interruption. This time, the cops showed up. Somebody <laughs> called the cops. Yep. Wasn't us. Nope. Wouldn't do that. No. But... Cops are yelling at the racist guy. We're not yelling at him, but they, you know, yeah, they're, they're probably fist bumping out there. Let's be real, these <laughs> fucking assholes. Maybe not. No, I hope not. No, I, I hope not. As well, you know, the the law of large numbers. There, there's got to be like one of them that one of them that wouldn't fist bump that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, let's answer some fucking questions. Um, we always ask you listeners to submit us submit to us uh questions about anything because we do know the answer to every question uh we're on encyclopedic in nature right we uh historical in stature mathematic right angular and so on sure so forth so we've gathered a mailbag of questions yeah and in the future, if you want to contribute and access one of these questions, since we do know the, the perfect answers, you can send us your questions through Instagram. Right. Down Instagram. Uh, cool parents, the band. Down Graham way. Down Graham. Okay. So. so let's get started. The first question is from a little fella we like to call by his Instagram name, K.Ross9. Yeah. Old school slimes going way back. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for him. Also, big, he's got. A, I saw he's got a big, big, big. <laughs> truck. Evidently, that truck it's huge. Big truck. I saw evidence of this truck on Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, I look. And um, nice truck. Good big truck. Sick truck, bro. Big. He knows about trucks, so he asked us a truck question. I know everything there is to know about truck. Yeah, he had a couple of questions actually. Yeah. Um, about truck uh for us to answer so it's actually one big question big! he said please explain it's a, this is actually a demand yeah please explain these truck parts and then there's a list of truck parts so first we need to explain the vibration dampener of course right which is something that you know any gearhead mm-hmm. can tell you you don't want a um a moist uh moist vibration Right, right. You Let's, need to just keep it damp. It's got to stay damp. It can't be dry either. Right. But not wet. No. Absolutely so keep not. your vibration damp. And to do that, you have the dampener, which is, it's basically. It's basically a towel. Right. But it, it's constantly but saturating it's, itself yeah. with water. Yeah. And it's got, it's, you know, gas powered. Yeah. It's powered by engine, diesel. Right. You know. So you keep those vibrations at a nice moist temperature, right? right. All your gears are going to be just just damp, just damp, da- just damp enough. The right dampness, you know. Yeah, for uh, optimal spinning. So the and then the next thing he wants us to explain, yeah, is simple. I know this one, uh, the VGT actuator. Yeah, it's the of course VGT stands for very good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, and it makes that an actuality. 
Right. So it's a, actually a, a device that still looks sort of like a microwave. It's mounted on the bottom of truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it sor- actuates. It sorts everything out. It actuates your very good thing. Right. Which is your truck. Which is another smaller truck. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, it's going to grow up and to be an adult truck. Right. Um, and maybe even outgrow its father. Who knows, Charlie? We need bigger trucks. So. Big. Now, I don't know about this next one. Do you know um, the high-pressure oil pump? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, there's the, what's that about? There's the oil pump, the timid oil pump. Yeah. And then there's the high-pressure oil pump. Right. And these two could not be more different. Right. But who right. gets more sales? That's the question. Well, well, I mean, there's two. There's both both things in inside mm-hmm. the truck. Trucks all have a, a sensitive side, just a very... Very minimal. Very minimal. Very minimal. Um, and Put it's, in like a parking lot or something. You got to be courteous. You do right. donuts where the people are not parked. Right. The old ladies are not you're walking. Not, you're not totally. You're not heartless. You're not heartless. Your truck's got a beaten hat. Right. But the high pressure oil happens pump. Happens to be pumping diesel through it. That's the pump where when you're on the highway, right? Yeah. And someone, someone uh, souped up Honda Civic comes fucking barreling <laughs> past to challenge your race. The high pressure, you get a high pressure oil pump working at, at peak e- efficiency. Peak efficiency, you cannot lose a race. No, and you'll crush that fucking thing. Right. You're going to crush that little sedan and everybody inside it. Right, absolutely. With truck. Yeah, if, so. you, if you feel like it. That, that's the kind of power that you get from the high pressure oil pump. Right. Now, there's also- Great the, under pressure. The One of the hardest- Pumping oil left and right. One of the hardest Up pieces of truck to, to find, yeah. if you need to replace it, if you break it, of course, is the pintle hook. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. So the pintle- Yes. That's part of the truck. Of course. Yeah, of course. You know, there's like, the pintle is actually, um, it's sort of like the axle. Mm-hmm. It's in the undercarriage. It's in the undercarriage. It's, it's right by the firewall mm-hmm. of truck. Yeah. Um, and it bridges the actuator to uh, the the third stage turbine compressor. Right. Um, and the, because of that, it's, it's vital to the operation of truck. Right. The thing and is, all, it's made out of it's made out of pure obsidian. It's got to be strong. I was going to say the pure obsidian. It's hard to get rhombus of mystery that's included in every truck as right. well. Right, it's right, all right. connected to that. Yeah, the mysterious rhombus. Right. Rhomboid. Rhombus of mystery. Of Yeah. Obsidian. Obsidian. Unclear. So then we've got... Uh, so Oh, wait. So that's the pintle. But what's the pintle hook? Well, that's, that's the, that's the you know, the uh, wire hanger that you use. To connect to the... To, to hold the fucking pintle up. Rhombus. The pintle. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just one of those wire hangers. You twisted it up. That's all you need. It's a pintillator. What's the charge air cooler, though? The charge air cooler. Yeah. That's the one that'll come after you. If you get too too close, you got to tickle it a little bit. Right. That's how you... That's you how charge you, it up. You got to... Yeah. You got to charge it up. Get a little extra energy in there. Right. Friction. So you got to keep that tickle going, though, on that chin. Yeah. So the whole time you're driving... Mm-hmm. You got to be tickling this thing. Mm-hmm. No, no. When you're charging it up, getting it extra charged. Oh, but the air cooler is there just to keep things from overheating when you're making friction, right? With your with your ticklers when you're revving your engine when you're T- doing you're tickling those spinning street. out mudding when you're out there tickling the asphalt. Yeah, when you're hauling the go kart, you're doing a destruction derby, a destruction derby, right? 
So you're all on the tractor back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you took a bunch of a bunch of squashed cars and you built a big dinosaur robot out of it. Oh man. And he it eats trucks for breakfast. Not monster truck. Monster truck's gonna jump right over it. Grave digger. No problem. No problem for monster truck. You know why they call it grave digger? It's because it'll put you in the freaking ground. Yeah, I figured that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for your question, Kate Out Ross Nine. I hope that answers them, which it does. It does. My p- pencil hook is off the My frick. My pencil hook off the frick is off the frick usually, and that's fine. Russell, I know that guy. He asked us a question. He said, "Is giraffe?" Spirit of Brontosaurus. No. I got it. I'm gonna have to burst your bubble here, um, Russell. No, uh, Russell. Uh, Russell. <laughs> Russell. The uh, giraffe spirit lives on in giraffes. The Brontosaurus spirit, however, yep. it expired with the dinosaurs. Um, you didn't make the dinosaurs, Russell. What do you know? You don't know shit about giraffes. Um, but I still love you as Barack Obama. I'm Barack Obama. Brahma, <laughs> and I love you, Russell. Yeah. I like the way you, uh, you're a real American hero. Yeah. I like the way you move. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was also going to say no. No? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, giraffe spirit. Giraffe's its own thing. Giraffe made its own spirit. Mm-hmm. Out of clay. It manifested itself. Yeah. Don't give all the credit to the brontosaurus just because his neck. They're not even related. They just happen to have long necks. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Hope that answers your question. Thank you for question, Russell. Better luck next time, Russell. Hummus, va- <laughs> Hummus Vacuum, otherwise known as Duncan. A man by the name of a, Duncan? Don- a donkey. Donkey. He says, um, what is the most impressive substance either of you can gargle? You want to go first? You want me to? Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds? Mm-hmm. 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 See, I grind them up. Yeah. Uh, I use a food processor. Right. Diesel powered. And I crush those things. To, I, I pulverize them. Do you mix it with anything? Or you no. Just, just, just I, I pulverize them into oblivion. They become whipped. Right. And then I can gargle the whipped pumpkin seed. Okay. It's a sloppy orange mess and it tastes like dirt. Mostly dirt. Mm-hmm. But I do it, and it's most people seem to be impressed. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What about you? Me? Yeah. What do I gargle? Yeah. What was? It's got to be the most impressive. Most impressive uh, mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean that, that impresses me. You know, any anybody, any every time I meet a, a mud gargler, right. I. Uh, <laughs> I can't help but ask questions. You know, I'm just so impressed. Right. By the things that you've accomplished. Yeah. Like gargling mud. (laughs) (laughs) They call me mud mud gargle. So how'd you get into mud gargling? They call me mud gargle Mercedes, Mercedes Benz. (laughs) That's what they call me. Yeah. Yeah, So what made you, what made you, (laughs) what made you want to gargle mud? Well, the first time I ever gargled mud was Mm -hmm. Woodstock 1994. Yeah. Okay. I was going to see a Green Day. Okay. Green Day concert. Yeah. So you were high on acid. Unclear. Yeah. I was four years old, but maybe. Yeah. We'll have to 
ask your mother via digital Ouija board. Yeah, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Billy Joel Armstrong takes a handful of mud. He throws it right in my mouth. Right in my mouth. You know that what sounds, I did? That sounds sexy, right? That wasn't there. gonna kill my vibe, right? I no. got a mouthful of mud normally. You got a gargle. Most it. people are gonna be pissed off, but guess what? I embraced it, baby. Embraced it, gargled it. <laughs> like <Yeah>. gargle. <laughs> and then you just became a fucking mud gargling fiend. Yeah. I mouthwashed with mud. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. It's good. It's really nice. It's good for your teeth, the sediment. I I'm honored to finally meet a bona fide mud gargler there haven't been many mud garglers since the cavemans no <laughs> but i'm, used a, to do I'm it. a notable one they used to do it for sport back then yeah you know yeah they super would, super sport they would bet on yeah they bet on it you know mm-hmm. whole di- a whole dinosaur carcass <laughs> uh is up for grabs if you can gargle um magma yeah so thanks for question duncan chris milkman mm-hmm. he said if you were a villain, what evil superpower would you have? Honestly, I'd just not have to wipe when I pooped anymore. What's evil about that? That's just unfair. Yeah, people are going to be jealous about that. Yeah. You could just brag about that all day. That's right. your fucking... That's my whole shtick. I'm just, that's my monologue. I don't even have to wipe. Right. And that's why I want you, Superman, to be dead. Okay. The Superman wipe? Superman doesn't even shit. He's like Kim Jong-il. <laughs> it's true. No asshole on the guy. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Costner, when he was when he found him out in that ship. Yeah, he checked for an asshole. No dice. No, he goes, he, well, he had an <laughs> asshole originally, but Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> filled it up with C-Man. Sure. And he said, no, no, no son, need for this. No son of mine's going to be making them sins out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Clogged them right up. Yeah. Well. That's why he's so That's super. His prerogative. He's just just full of shit. Full of cement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Magic cement. Okay. Makes you super. What about you? What was the question? <laughs> if you were a villain, what evil superpower would you have? Oh God. I don't want one. You don't want one? No. Well. I just want to be real rich. That's my that fun. counts. That counts? Yeah. Fine, let's go with that. All right. But I donate my money a lot of the time. Too. Well, that's not evil. Yeah, but I donate it to... Gun manufacturers. The NRA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want that either. That's kidding. I can't Donate it to ISIS. No, I can't have that on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't donate it. I just keep it. I hoard it. Take baths and I got a big fucking right, tub full right. of gold coins. I swim in there like fucking Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck fucking Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck they call me Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't give a fuck Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. That's a new jam. Yeah. Love that. Um, okay. Well, uh, thanks, Chris. Next question is from uh, Kitty Cat Gato. This is pro- this is one of my favorite questions that I've ever been asked. I, honestly, do you have a summertime hot dog eating playlist, and what's on it? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, this is for competition mm-hmm. sake. Competitive hot dog eating, of course, is huge in the summertime. Well, the first two songs on mine are "Ball with the Ball" by Kid Rock. Sure. Second one, 
Cowboy by Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. Third one, anything by Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Anything top five Spotify. You just I'm satisfied with whatever. Yeah. But we're just inhaling them left and right, left and right. I could suck them down to night moves, I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inhaling these these bad boys to uh No. Fifth song. Okay. Panama. <laughs> Panama to me is from when they come. Panama. <laughs> Panama to me is for when that when it comes back out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good puking song. Oh, I don't puke. Oh, you gotta puke. No. <laughs> no. Not in the hot dog eating contest. That's how you lose. I'm going with Summer Girls by LFO. I'm on board with that. Okay. Yep. Gets me it gets my shit running hot. You know, gets me going. Mm-hmm. Keeps me going all day. Thanks for your question, Cat. Next question. That's the only fucking song that's on your playlist? Oh. You bitch. It's a whole list of songs. <laughs> well. Anything by Uncle Cracker. You gotta give me one Cracker song, right? I couldn't name an Uncle Cracker song. Couldn't either. <laughs> but no, it's, it's on there. What else is uh, Everlast? What's that? And you really gonna know what it's like. What it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't never gonna know what it's like. Okay. Beautiful. I could eat a hot dog or two to that one. Yeah, but that's for like when I'm slowing down. My, yeah. That's that's my my uh, cool down yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm heating up, oh, mm-hmm. oof. I sucked out 60, 70 hot dogs for any Fat Boy Slim song you want to put on. <laughs> think I Fat care? Boy Slim. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll take, I'll, I'll take a little Moby. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm listening to Moby, you know what I do with my hot dogs? What? I fucking put them in a blender raw. Fucking... I drink them like a smoothie. I put them straight up my butt when I listen to Avril Lavigne. Yeah, oh, yeah. What song? Um, Not the one you think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, the, probably the one with Chad Kroger on it. Yeah. Was that? Wasn't she married to Chad Kroger? Oh, of course. Yeah. I like your pants around your feet. Mm-hmm. That's him, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's him. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, that's- I mean, he's not a mushroom. Is that enough of a of an answer? Yeah, that is. Did you get that joke? What? You what? said he's not a fun fun guy. Right. Yeah. So I said he's not. A, I mean, he's not a mushroom. Um. So the next question is from Liz Williams. Who, okay. Who says uh, this one's interesting to me because this led me down a bit of a rabbit hole in the song Two Phones. Does Kevin Gates have two phones or four phones? And then she quotes the song. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the load. I got two phones, one for the bitches and one for the dough. Uh, perhaps a phone for the plug and the bitches and a second phone for the load and the dough. Mm-hmm. Seems like an odd pairing if so. Hmm. And then he even goes on to state, think I need two more. Four or six phones is too much, Kevin. That's what she said. So Kevin Gates, mm-hmm. never heard of him. No, I'm not familiar with this. Me, and I have never heard of him. Gentlemen. I've never heard of this song. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know, my first thought was like, this is one of the, this is some TikTok shit. You know, that's why I'm not on that. I don't know. I'm TikTok? not, I don't know about, I don't know about these songs. This song, I still haven't heard it, but I did look up a picture. I thought you were heard it, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my, that's my sheepdog. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do know that plugs 
when uh, he says one for the plug and one for the load. Mm-hmm. Two Chains has taught me that plug is uh, the the guy that the drug dealer gets the drugs from, the supplier. Okay, the plug. The plug. So he's got a phone for his illicit activities mm-hmm. in the and drug. one for the load. And one for the load. Yeah, for is that who he's selling? People he's selling to? Could be. To get rid of the load? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Yeah, so he keeps them on two separate numbers so they can't be linked. Mm-hmm. That's just smart. Yeah, that's good business. That's just good business as that's a drug nice. dealer. And then what's the second one? I think we debunked that. But he says a phone for the plug and the bitches. Yeah. So the bitches go on the plug phone. On the same phone as the plug. Okay. That's his business phone. Business, because bitches is his business. That's his business. Okay, business. Right. Okay, Kevin James. Uh, second phone for the load and the dough? Yeah. Yeah, to get the, the money. Get, to that, get money. that money was selling that load. This seems pretty straightforward, Liz. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he has two phones. Okay, but the real question is, he goes on the state, think I need two more. If he thinks he thinks he needs two more for just all the activities that he's involved in. He wants to keep those phones separate. He does, you know. So, but, okay, so he's got, he splits up the load. Yeah. And he splits up the plug. Right. And the bitches. Right. Each among two phones because they just don't have enough memory. Right. So he's got a business phone, which business. is the, which is the, the yeah, the yeah. the bitches. Bitches. Excuse, excuse, excuse me. Yeah. And excuse the, my, my French. The plug. Yeah. And then he's got another phone for money, making money. And right. He's gonna. I mean, I I'd only get one more phone for for leisure. Leisure. Yeah, phone. the leisure phone. You got to have the leisure phone. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth phone can be to call um, his family. But wait, we family already talked phone. about two phones for each. He has four phones for for his various doing goings on. But then he has two more phones. No, no. I'm saying if he had, if he chose to get two more phones, All he right. could justify it. Easily by yeah. keeping one for family and friends. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. It's like it's like sorting your buddy list on AIM. Yeah, yeah, but physical devices. Yeah, it seems reasonable to me, Liz. Six phones is too the... much, but he does have four phones. Appreciate the question. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Next one. This one threw me for a loop here from uh, Max Arbuckle. I know him. I know he him. said. Is the here with absent concentration? What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I thought it was pretty abstract. Is the here with absent concentration? The here? I can't answer that. I'll answer your question with a question. What? <laughs> I think it must have been predictive text. Is it H E A R? No, H E R E. What? 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 Um, he also asked another question that I think we'll get into on the next episode because um, there's a lot to talk about. It involves vampire witches. So we'll wait for that one. Um, but uh, just a sneak preview. Yeah. The I'm next, on the edge of my seat. The next question is from Ray's Occult, band by name of Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who down, would, by, down by the tracks, raise a cult, dog. Yeah, there's who, a thing about haunted trains. Hey Arnold, that's right, right? Sure, mm-hmm. old fisherman songs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dock workers used to sing that shit. Mm-hmm. Pass the time better, right? In the service, 
Yeah, down service. Who in Cool Parents gets smooched the most, and why is it Mike? His mustache. Yeah. That's why. Duh. Next question. Problem solved. Next question. It's from Nick the Postman Post. He Mm. said, is a zebra just stripe horse? No. And why do only zebras have stripes? And are they human? Are they humanoid? Are they uh, aliens? Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> no, zebra is um, not a horse. Mm-mm. Horses can't survive on the moon. Zebras can't. That's factual. Zebras are actually aquatic and land-based, and they can survive on the moon. <laughs> yeah, with no atmosphere, they don't yeah. need it. They don't care. They're like bacterium. Yeah. So zebras are bacterias. Right. And um horse on the other hand, then they're not stripes, they're scars from the birthing process cuz they they so they're born of magma. Mm-hmm. A zebra. It's basically a horse birth, but it comes out of a of a magma pit. Yeah. And volcanoes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, down volcano. That's why there's always such a massive zebra population by volcanoes. True. It's factual. So the every one of those black stripes, those are third degree burns. Right. Okay. From rock or scar scars from from liquid magma. Yes. Mama mag magmus. Right. Okay. From the puddle. The mud puddle. Yeah. The magma puddle. Mud gargler. I'm a mud gargling freak. (laughs) (laughs) Mud gargling freaks. That's (laughs) new starring. What's his name there? David Arquette. I watch the shit out of mud gargling freaks. (laughs) Mud gargling freaks. Yeah, it's about backyard mud wrestlers. But they gargle on the off days just to pay the the bills. They gargle mud to intimidate their opponents. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, David Arquette. Thanks for question, Nick. Next. This is from Chris uh, C. Boylan on Instagram. He says, would you suck Stephen King's dick for a full mention in his, le- in his latest novel? Sure. I say, yeah. I don't yeah. care. If it's still intact after he got hit by that truck. <laughs> That's the question. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. So I can't answer that for sure. But yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd do it on a dare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> But uh, then he goes on to ask, do turkeys count as in numerics? Do turkeys count? Do they have the ability to count? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they can. They just don't. They choose not to. Right. But they can if they wanted to. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Turkeys are in, indifferent toward mathematics. Yes. And also schematics. Turkeys don't like schematics. mm or any kind of planning. Right. They're very chaotic creatures. The next question. Thank you for your question, by the way. Next question is from Florida Men on Florida Man. I love those those fellas. That's a podcast. Check those guys out. Very funny podcast. Yeah. Um, I listen to the podcast. Oh, this business, Steve. No, I do. I enjoy them. There was a story on there a couple of weeks ago about uh, one, of, one of them meeting a, an Amish lady. Amish folk freaked me out. TBH. Don't understand their lifestyle one bit. No. But good for them. Respect it. I'd try to turn butter a little bit. So Florida, the Florida boys say, would you rather be deaf and still have your taste buds or have super hearing but can't ever taste anything? Super hearing. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, because hearing helps me get around and stuff and communicate. Taste is purely hedonistic in structure. If I couldn't taste anything, I think that would be a blessing. I love delicious food mm, and stuff. That would suck. But I could eat healthy and... It wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. You could just... Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. But that would also be a tremendous loss. I'd be great to bring out to restaurants, no too, because wh- I would not be picky at all. But no more whoopsie pies. Yeah, no, oh, I could still eat whoopsie pies. You think? Yeah, make my stomach happy, just not my tongue, dummy. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. So. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree there. Mm. Yeah. Egregious Philbin. Egregious Philbin, for sure. Thanks for the question, Florida Men and on Florida Man. And thanks for being you, to be honest. So the next one is from Klopstock Records. Oh, yeah. This is a record label in Germany, I believe. Yeah. Yes. I love those guys. They said, me and my friend talked about you. We like your tunes very much. Thank you. Thanks. In Germany, we would say to your music, <laughs> something in German. Say it. Vat uh, Solder Schei... I don't know how to pronounce that B-looking letter. Mm. It looks kind of like a... It looks a little bit like a capital B, but a little bit like lazier. Just pronounce it like a B. Scheib. Okay. Okay. It translates to, what the fuck? What the fuck? No, what the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck. Fuck. Um, in a very positive mind. Right. Okay, I get it. Uh, our question, do you have fans worldwide? Our answer? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ever heard of Poland? Oh, yeah. They love us over there. Oh, yeah. Warsaw, Poland, we're bigger, bigger. Huge. Huge over there. Yeah. Also, Australia. It's not real, though. Does not exist. Hey, we get some listeners in Australia. I know, but Australia, Australia is also a hoax. They're in. It is a hoax. They're in South. They're actually in South America, but right. Just because I don't want to get into it. South Africa. What? It was (laughs) South South America. I thought it was South America. Don't don't matter. But you know, I don't want. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to. I don't want to upset the fucking liberal snowflakes. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Australia is not real. Yeah, we know this. Okay. But yeah, we got we got friends over there. Well, thanks for listening, everybody in uh, Germany or in Poland or in Australia or anywhere. UK, rock over London, rock on Chicago, Wheaties, breakfast of champions. You should probably I'm worldwide. Probably, we're worldwide. We're worldwide. We've been worldwide since Peach Fuzz. We've been there. Yeah, not <laughs> a problem. It's not a big deal. No, we're worldwide. Mm-hmm. They love us in Greenland. Yeah. New Hampshire. No. Klopstock. Klopstock. Love you guys. Mm. Thank you. Everybody should check out Klopstock Records. Yeah, you should. On Instagram. That's Klopstock. K-L-O-P-P-S-T-O-C-K. You know what I thought was fucked up? What? I watched The Mighty Ducks 2 the other day. Yeah, it doesn't hold up? Doesn't hold up, but the villain Mm -hmm. team in that movie is Iceland. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Who's mad at Iceland? Fucking Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay can't stand Iceland. Mm-mm. He hates that place. Iceland, when he, whenever he hears it, he remembers that time where he was on the ice and he disappointed his dad by missing that goal. Right, and he which, landed right on his fucking face. Which haunted his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he, 
he quits being a lawyer. Yeah. Just because he loves coaching a peewee hockey team that he got he got that job <laughs> yeah as community service for a dwi yeah yeah man those movies are fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> d3 all day d3 all i day. haven't rewatched d3 <laughs> d2 i i used to say that it was the best mighty ducks movie it is not the best mighty no. ducks movie no the first one's the best it, d3 it's just factual Actually, I don't remember D three that much. But I don't remember it's probably it at not. All. Great. I thought D three was the one where with Team USA, but that's D two. Oh. which is fucking weird. Mid game in that movie, they switch into their ducks uniforms. You can't do that. Yeah, Bombay? that's against the rules, Gordon Bombay. You fucking rule breaking um, mud gargler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Emilio, you mud gargling dipshit. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass. Quit the mud gargling, Amelia. Put the girl in. Get Goldberg out of there. He stinks. <laughs> Goldberg. Fucking Gordon Bombay is the patriarchy in that goddamn movie, too. You're right. You're it's absolutely movie. right. Yeah. Yeah, he's the man. And he's got to be squashed. Well, no, there's a girl goalie that he, he is clearly better than Goldberg. Right, yeah, I know. He rigs the fucking tryout yeah. in Goldberg's favor. Goldberg sucks all season. He's just like... Goldberg, he just shits his pants all the time. Yeah, but that's know, all he does. I just I don't agree with Gordon Bombay in that movie. And Iceland is not they're they're nice. They're nice. Iceland more like Niceland. Sure. Just because the fucking coach has a blonde slick back doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Right. So right, he's not Russian. He is pretty bad in the movie, but I don't he's know. he is a bad guy. But it has nothing to do with him being from Iceland. Right. Should have been played by, um, what's his face there? He-Man. What's his goddamn Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah, Dolph. Dolph Lundgren with a slick back. That would have been a different story. That's a villain. Different movie. That's a villain right there. He'd have had a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, thanks for the question, Klopstock. Next one's from Anne Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to know, what is your favorite taco filling combo? Man. Chorizo. Um, Love that chorizo. It's got to be a combo, though. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, String beans, mayonnaise. What? In a taco? Yeah, it's good. Roll it up. Microwave it a little bit. (laughs) You might. So sometimes it falls apart. So what I do instead is I just take a little masking tape, tape it shut, Mm. throw it in the microwave. Got yourself a meal. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> chicken and then more chicken. Double have, chicken. I'll do like a the, little bit of cheese. The garden um plant based chickens. Like those. Put those on a fucking taco mm-hmm. with some spinach. That's my real answer. I also love uh uh fish tacos with spicy mayo. Okay. That's the shit right there. All right. All right. It's gonna be fried fish though. Right, right. Don't right. put a fucking. You do not grill. Don't, don't put any fucking cod on my taco. Don't grill my fish, bro. Right. Didn't you see I came here in a truck? I don't want grilled fish. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you better not bring me grilled fish. Now, thanks for the question. Yeah. Fish don't fry in the kitchen, beans don't burn on the grill. <laughs> All right. Okay. Took a whole lot of climbing to get up that hill. Yeah, I bet. So, fish. 
Next one, there's a couple here from Danny Uncanny, who says, why do cats stick out one leg when they lick their asshole? I'm guessing that's opposed as opposed, that's going to be opposed to um, just doing a full on split while and sticking both feet in the air. They can reach down. They could there, do that so. if they want to, but why do they only lift one leg? I think it's a it's a balance thing. I think they lift one to you know spread it out mm-hmm. so they can clean it. Right, so they can really get in there. Yeah. Plus, cat assholes, millions of nerve endings in there. They they love oh they it. get off on it. Oh yeah. So they got to get real deep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a balance thing, in my opinion. They're they're reaching for their their D spot, which is act that's their their doo-doo spot. Yeah. That's where the doo-doo comes from. The, right. the dookie. So. The next one, from also from Danny. Which do you prefer? Diapers on dogs or diapers on monkeys? What kind of question is that? Diapers on monkeys all yeah. day long. Oh, yeah. Those guys shit everywhere for fun. Yeah. For fun. And they think it's funny. Right. They shit. They literally take shit wherever they are, and then they laugh. And they laugh about it, and they smear it on the walls. And yeah, they throw it around a little bit, like a football. They play with their own shit. Now and it's fun for them. Yeah, but when they're wearing diapers, that problem's under control. And it's just funny to look at too. It's very funny to look at, <laughs> and and if if you throw a little football in the mix too, you ever seen a monkey throw a football in a diaper? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those Airbud movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh football champ yeah oh i love football champ good stuff i love apes yeah all of them yeah when i'm sad sometimes i just put on chimpanzee videos yeah chimps reacting to magic oh i love those that's fucking fantastic or mirrors yeah yeah oh the gorilla with the mirror The gorilla with the mirror is my favorite thing that's wild that's so good same with the, the um elephants in the mirror yeah. Those motherfuckers are smart. Smart. Are they, uh, what do they do? They like, they show signs of being self-aware because they uh, start like inspecting their own teeth and shit. Uh-huh. So like the apes and stuff, they, they get pissed off. Like the gorillas get mad and try to attack themselves because they think it's another gorilla. Yeah. The the big dumbos, they, they, uh, they know who they are. They know that they're looking at themselves. They're looking at reflection. Mm-hmm. So they're self-aware. That's pretty cool. And then they use it to pick shit out of their teeth and stuff. Isn't that fucked up? I believe it. I want to be an elephant someday. Yeah. I want to be a gorilla, but chances are I'll probably just be a snail, slug, whatever. Yeah. Unfortunately. Last question. Again, from Danny. She gave us a string. I think she was drunk. (laughs) Uh, Which is more fun to walk on a leash? A guinea pig or a ruthless child? guinea pig you think yeah i don't i'm not fucking this kid's ruthless though i'm not dealing with that shit that's true if you have to deal with the repercussions then yeah i'm gonna have to go with guinea pig we'll go guinea pig yeah now put that guinea pig in a diaper you bring a fucking ruthless child to a marshall's oh my god they're gonna be shoplifting you don't want tommy hill fingers left and right (laughs) 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 you're gonna load up their trousers with, with tommy hill fingers when I was younger, my, my mom always, like, used to take fucking forever in uh, the department stores. Yeah, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. Uh, Bradley's. Bradley's, service merchandise. Yeah, but uh, we whenever we'd go to uh, Marshalls, 
my sister and I would have competitions to find. We'd like go in the the clothes racks and we'd try to find those like size things, like yeah. like ones that have dropped on the floor. Like that was the rule. Yeah. And we'd try to we'd try to we'd have a competition and see who could collect more. And she always won because she fucking actually cheated and pulled them off. Of course she the did. Goddamn. Of course she did. And then she rubbed it in my face. She's like, "You fucking suck." Wow. Brutal. That explains a lot. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So uh, it's time to wrap her up. Wait. What? Can I read you something? Sure. Remember our friend Jose Canseco? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know all about him. <laughs> He's been tweeting a lot. Notorious um, steroid user and Bigfoot finder and beater <laughs> with a bat. He uh, does hunt for Bigfoots with a baseball bat. Yeah. When he's on roids. Okay. So this is June 4th. I'm going to read you his <laughs> series of tweets. Mm-hmm. Our corrupt system must be taken down by a supernatural force. Yeah. And he spelled R A R E. Wait. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the volcano has erupted our political system. Yeah, that's what he wrote. Okay. okay the volcano yeah. has erupted. Our political system is a total failure. Our criminal justice system has always been a total failure. Uh-huh. Racism in our country has to be destroyed by military force. Oh. There is no turning back now. All minorities need to get together and fight for equality. If you elect me president, <laughs> I'll fix our country. What we need is... Is a, he running? Uh, I don't know. What Unclear. we need is a completely different vision me for president there is no way i could fuck this country up more than it already is i would well, systematically true, but like wouldn't you want somebody who's gonna not fuck it up yeah <laughs> i would systematically eliminate racism if i were president okay aliens need to come and systematically correct our system See, that i agree with that i do agree with that that would help you can't be afraid to die if you're already dead all right <laughs> All right. <laughs> the time is right. We must unite. We have to fight. Canseco for president. I will completely revamp the system. Once I'm president, I will create an army of robots that will uh. cleanse the world of all its corruption. Okay. <laughs> Good officers have to turn over the corrupt officers and bring them to justice. Yeah, sure. Jose, what do you... Wh- what are you doing? We need to replace the corrupt police and military with a robotic police and military. He wants RoboCops. Yeah, then he posted a fucking gif of RoboCops. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have RoboCops. Didn't you see how, how many dicks that guy shot off? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to finance my run for office? I am ready. Uh, somebody, I'm sure. All we need is a dollar from everyone in this country who wants change to finance my running for president. Politics needs to be downsized by 70% and racism and double standards needs to be completely abolished and destroyed. Mm-hmm. Then he posted a picture of him holding a baseball bat wearing a sleeveless shirt, muscle shirt. Of course. Backwards hat. And he is holding a baseball bat. It says hashtag new profile pic. Then his next tweet is, speak your mind and carry a big stick. <laughs> that's not quite the quote, I don't believe. Well, that's what he said. No, it's uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. He is, of course, talking about his Louisville slugger that he uses to murder Bigfoots in the wild. 
Monday at 12 East Coast time, Martin, Montana. I don't know who that fuck that is. Oh, Marty, is. Montana? You don't know Marty, Montana? Nope. Me neither. Monday. I wish I did. At 12 East Coast time, Martin, Mar- Martin, Martin, Montana, and myself will be on Instagram live talking about Floyd and talking about me running for, pre- for the presidency. Join us Monday, 12 Eastern Instagram live. I thought you were going to say Instagram time. Instagram time. 12 Eastern Instagram time. So did that happen? Uh, when was that? I guess it was the next day. And then he said, Instagram live in 30 minutes. Martin Montana renegade myself, Las Vegas time, time, get ready for the truth. It always hurts. Shit. <laughs> you got to tune into that. You got to tune in to get your feelings hurt by, uh, uh, Jose Canseco. <laughs> that was five and six and five days ago. Those, those last series. And then he stopped tweeting for a couple of days. And then tonight, <laughs> he's trying to start a feud. He said, I love the way Harvey hit the softball. He hits in a mile. I would love to challenge him to a home run competition. Uh, someone put it together, even though I'm 56 years old. Ryan Harvey, I want to challenge you to a home run competition. I'm almost I'm almost twice my age. <laughs> but I bet I could outdistance you, big fan of yours. Well, yeah, 56 in steroid years is like, what? 20. 20-ish? 18. Yeah, less than half. Brian Harvey, come on my show, the Jose Canseco Challenge. That's his show? Apparently. New show. Coming to TBS, primetime. And that's it. Anyway, you should follow Jose Canseco. Yeah, everybody donate to his campaign if you he, could. Yeah, he loves Bigfoots. He'll find a Bigfoot. He'll also bring aliens. And the police will be robots. And RoboCops everywhere. Imagine it. <laughs> Imagine it. The future is RoboCops. Right. I'm, I'm on board with RoboCops. Cool. cool with Robos. So anyway, we do have more listener questions, so we'll tackle those on the next episode. Let's go four hours. Let's do it. Let's you, go you Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Let's go Joe Rogan time. Nope. I want to go to bed. Fuck bed. <laughs> I know. That's what Joe Rogan would say. Yeah. Um, you can sleep when you're dead. You sleep when you're dead and you're dead when you get mauled by a bear that you're wrestling. Yeah. You in, can, a, in a fair fight. You can sleep after you fed your family a year's worth of bear meat. Yeah. Okay. You can sleep when you ripped... Your your own sheets, your bed sheets, when you rip them off the back of mm-hmm. a grizzly. Yeah. If you want to go yourself to sleep. With your own hands and for your own family. Yeah. If you want to go to sleep, all you got to do is take your pinky Coke nail, uh-huh. shove it in your piss hole and hit your reset button. That's right. So. DMT will achieve the same experience. <laughs> Put DMT in your piss hole. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. You're asleep. I'm awake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah. Thanks uh, for coming. Yeah, love you. Appreciate you. Send us a message if you want to ask us questions and stuff. Yeah, we'll answer more questions. We'll answer them. I don't care. I always got time for questions. Question? You want to ask me a question, B? Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Cool Parents the Band. That's what we're called. Yeah, yeah, we're on there. We got a website that can go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Coolparents.co. If you go there, you can get to our Instagram. You can find our music. You can get to our movie, uh, Poltergeist, that we made. Yeah. You can read an interview that we did on the front page there. 
You can do you a lot of fun our, things. Our music songs. You buy yeah, you buy record. Buy our music songs. You can buy it on vinyl. You can buy it digitally. Cassette. You can get it on cassette. Coolparents.co slash tape. Comes in two different colors, white or purple. Mm-hmm. Directs you right to Bitter Hearts Records. Yeah. Speaking of which, we'll be on that podcast, the Bitter Hearts podcast, this week. I don't know what day he drops it. But. Yeah, I'm not sure. So it may be out, but if it's not out, it'll be out shortly. I don't shortly. think it's out right now. I know it's not right now, but when this comes out on Wednesday. It'll be out. You think? It fucking better be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Don't um, make a liar out of me, Dave. You Col- motherfucker, you. <laughs> Colby? Colby? Colby never make a fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he would never dare. No. Colby never dare make a fuck out of me. No. Don't make a fuck out of me. That's my favorite Joe Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't make a fuck out of me and um, go ahead and uh, give us a rating and a review mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to this and, and spread the word. Tell people about this very, very worldwide podcast. Yeah, and send us your eggs because we... We're going to need them. We're going to need We're going to need them. We're going to clean up the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an egg at that that racist man who is screaming in the streets. I'm gonna put a raw egg. I'm gonna crack it open right in his mouth while he's asleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking roll a boulder over him. <laughs> Think I care? No, I don't care. I don't care. You know I'm gonna bury him in the beach up to his neck. I'm gonna make him flat like the mass, like creep show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Cool Parents podcast, everybody. Yeah, love you guys. Please listen next week, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm Curtis Charles. I'm Justy Boy. Fuck the world, bust a nut. Fuck the world. Fuck them. Fuck the police. And fuck the nut. And fuck the nut. Yeah. <laughs> and bust it. Bust whatever. You know, they're all interchangeable. Yeah. Mostly fuck the nut, actually. Fuck the nut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>